it under 100. Folks, welcome back to the Keep It Under 100 podcast. Your host, Dan Slater, is here. AJ is not here. We had a little scheduling conflict and uh, AJ went down to Florida. He may or may not be calling in. We might have a surprise guest, but actually joining me today is Ryan is back. Ryan Phillips, what's going on? Same old. Ready for the golf season to start? Got a little tease. Then we Golf got... season to start. We only got to wait yeah. three months, basically. Well, well, two, hopefully less. Two and, a, two and a half months. Hopefully less. But anyway, we will. We had quite the trip over the weekend, so we're going to get into that. Big win by Max Homa. Uh, but before we get there, state of the game, we're just going to kick it off and go right into our trip. We played Pinehurst number four, we played the Cradle, and we played Tobacco Road down in North Carolina. So let's start with kind of how we played. Why don't we start there before we get into the actual courses and the the resorts overall. Well, I topped a bunch of tee shots. I've never done that once. I did it about five times in one round, so that was cool. That was at Pinehurst. Yeah. Uh, I think we both had... Maybe the best warm-up we've ever had. Yeah, that's that's. I looked at you as soon as I hit a few tee shots. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a bad news. He's like, why? I hit it bad. I'm like, no, too good. Yeah. So just a fantastic warm-up, and then I got out there. You birdied the first. I mean. I birdied the first. I that's hit. also a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. I uh, didn't hit a particularly good tee shot on the first hole at number four, but a hit, a, hit a great iron shot and then rolled in. Wasn't like that a, a hybrid? No. Oh, I thought you said it was a hybrid. On the... F- on the first hole because you were off the left? On the approach? Yeah. No, that was a no. neat iron. It was, a right. good, it was a good swing. Um, rolled in a 30-footer on the first hole, made birdie. Um, you got in kind of a nasty line, a bunker off the right side. Yeah. They're not friendly there. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into Tobacco Road a little bit, but Pinehurst, Pinehurst was a cool design. It was a lot of different... Let's not get into the course just yet. Overall, I we I think we both drove it like shit on Saturday at Pinehurst. I don't think I played particularly bad. I mean, I shot outside of an eight on number twelve. I played. Oh, that was the one where I was basically buried, and you try to keep smacking it out. It was like in a bush yeah. and on t- and, <laughs> yeah. and under it. It was like under a tuft of grass while also under a bush. Yeah, you should have just taken the unplayable to begin with, but yeah, I t- I took two hacks at it and. <laughs> couldn't get it out before I took a drop. So besides that eight, though, I played the back nine even par with a birdie. Yeah, I feel like off the tee you were hitting that little cut pretty on the back. The first tee you right, were getting right. pulled. Um, but even on the back, like the eight was caused by a huge duck hook. And yeah, I think you try to kill that one. If there's any shots I hate, it's a I hate duck hooks. You're telling me. I'd rather hit a balloon ball right yeah. than than a duck hook. Yep, can't stand it. I think your irons were pretty good. My irons were a lot better. Uh, Saturday than Sunday, but overall, I, we'll get into the next round in a minute, but overall, even though I didn't score well and I don't think I played particularly well, I'm actually more encouraged about how I'm hitting it yeah, coming I mean, away from that trip than I will, than, because I think the turf's so different there though. It is, but we'll, we'll, we'll get into the, like what the courses are, but like there's such a fine line on oh, those yeah. courses. Like if you hit a bad shot, it's. You can easily make like some huge numbers, oh, yeah. and like you could just rack up a bunch of bogeys. Yeah. So like at Pinehurst, I birdied the first hole, and then I bogeyed seven in a row, and really only had, 
a couple like yeah. bad shots. Like yeah. that that par three number number four is probably a good example. That's the one you stuck it to like four feet maybe. It was a little oh, gap yeah. wedge shot. Yeah. And I hit, I don't know, six feet right of the pin, and it rolled straight yeah. down, like 30 feet down a hill. That's what's, There's no close chips there. You're either, you're either on the green or 30 yards off. There's I no think, in between. That is true, and I feel like that was even more the case at Tobacco Road. Mm-hmm. But um, huge greens at Pinehurst. Yeah. I thought they were, and I don't know how much of it was because of the dormant grass, but like I felt like the greens were really hard to read. I don't think I putted all that bad. I had five one putts on the back. But had two three putts in a row on six and seven, but like every we we had we played with caddies. Yeah, I would have four putted every green without him. Yeah, like some of those reads, I, I, I'm thinking like two cups out, and he's like ah ball. Yeah, and I'm like oh, but most great. of the time he was right. Right, exactly. <laughs> I said that a few times. I was like, what do you think? Like just throw this two or three feet out to the right. He's like, maybe one cup to the left. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, but overall, I mean. Not terribly disappointed with how I played. It's hard to go to courses like that. And expect to shoot a score. And just, like, little shit. Like, yeah. you're mid-season, you're not topping four tee shots. Yeah. Mid-season, I'm not hitting four duck hooks on, on one nine holes. Like, like you said, I wasn't mad. Like, what do we... Really, it wasn't mad with the score. I mean, 86, that was not the greatest, but... With... I mean, 82-86 with some big numbers, though. I mean, you had four sixes on the front. I thought for sure I was at 95. I went 8-6 on... 12 and 13. Was that so, right after the double drink or before? That was the par 5. What hole was that? Was that 9? That wasn't 9. Maybe it was. 9 was the par 5 where you drove it and then went re- running back to the halfway house. Yeah. Where was you that dro- 9 or yeah, that was that 11? No, that's 9. Okay. That makes sense. So, I don't know. Maybe. Either way, <laughs> not terribly... That, that was at Pinehurst. Then we did the cradle, which was awesome. Uh, that is the shortcut, like yeah, on steroids. So uh, I feel. I mean, we it was it's nine holes. It 127 yards is the longest yeah. hole, and we both ended up shooting one over. Yeah, and you made a hole in one to yeah. get there. Yeah, sure did. So if you guys I blacked at, out for a little bit. But. If you guys looked at any of the posts that I had so far on the Pinehurst trip at 100 underscore keep it under. Uh, you'll see a lot of swing videos and a bunch of them from the cradle. Not the one that went in the hole. Sure wasn't. So I think that may have been the only shot we missed over the nine holes. Yeah. But we were there. We don't need the video. We were there. Everybody that was there. All 40, 50 people happening. sitting there seen it. 40, 50 people that were playing the cradle and then another 40, 50 people on the putting green. They all saw it. I blacked out for a good... Like, I couldn't tell you what happened after the ball went in the hole. And that wasn't from the booze because... Right. That was the blackout later was from the booze. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And then we went to Tobacco Road the next day, and that course is just. I would so insane. if you gave me if you gave me the option to play Pinehurst number four at Tobacco Road again, I'd have a hard time not picking Tobacco Road. If you're not staying on Pinehurst property, because Pinehurst, like the whole resort, is the experience. Yeah, the the town itself is. That's part of the experience, but if you just do course for course, I think Tobacco Road was. Yeah. I would more fun. I guess that's not the right way to yeah. put it, but I mean we can get into the course, but like there's such a fine line. It, similar to what we said about Pinehurst, but I think even more so with Tobacco Road. And it was such a fine line between great shots and, yeah. and just ter- I mean, was, terrible places. There was a be. chip I had 
it was that par five where I where I tried to draw a four iron into the green. It didn't draw. It just went out to the right. It was a 40-yard chip I had left. I had to aim that 30 yards out to the right, right. to play the slope of the green. Right. And if you don't pay attention to that, you're you're not even going to be close ever. Yeah. Like like we had talked about with Pioneers, there was a couple boneheaded shots in there. But, like, overall, I think I drove it fairly well. But well, back to Pinehurst, so we had the caddy. He just kept handing you driver. Same thing with me. Like, right. just watch me top four of him. He keeps handing it to me. I'm like, dude, give me something else. Right. And you, like you said, your three was your best club. Didn't hand it to you once. Yeah, I didn't hit it. I think I only hit it once all day, and it yeah. was the, the ball I hit into the bunker. I had Pinehurst or Tobacco? That's that Tobacco, was Road. tobacco Road. It was one of the, I think it was the second, tee sh- or second or third tee shot. You're like, this is the first time I've hit this in 21 holes. Yep. Yep. That was that par five, actually. Yeah. That was that part five. Um, but anyway, the I went, I was one over through six holes and then played the last 12 holes at 17 over, including an eight and three doubles. Woof. Yeah. So the eight, the eight we'll talk more about when we get onto the course. Uh, the double on the par five was one bad swing and then just, well, no, it was three bad swings. Was that the one you went over the road? Right, but that was after I had topped my hybrid. Oh, yeah. And then chunked it out of one bunker and then short flew. of the next one and then flew the green. And then the other one was just, wasn't even that terrible of a swing. It was just, I took too much off of it and it, it went in the water on a par three. And then 18 oh, yeah. we, it was a lost ball off the tee. So that was a bad swing. But Yeah, same thing though. Like Same thing that happened number eight at Piners, that duck hook left. Right. It's very strange. Yeah. It's usually not you. No. You played, I think, probably definitely better at Tobacco Road than you did at Pinehurst. Yeah. Um, started off with a bogey on the par five, but that green was insane. Yeah, I was definitely in the wrong spot in that, and if you're putting downhill and it doesn't go in, you're right. going to have just as long of a putt coming back. Right, but made a birdie on 15, and you really got to, and we'll... As we jump into the course a little more, your bunker shots, you got out of a couple really deep bunkers, like a number yeah. nine, you're 20 yeah. feet uphill, just getting out of those bunkers in one shots, you're like gaining a stroke on, every, you would know. on everybody. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so overall, I mean, the scores weren't there, but I mean, not honestly, if you would have told me, if you would have told me I was shooting an 85 at Piner's number four without playing a round in three months, yeah, I don't, yeah, perfect, yeah. Especially on, like, those greens. They weren't the fastest I've ever played on, but they were, like, they rolled. If you had a downhill putt and it, you didn't think it was downhill and you accidentally hit it a little too hard, yeah. which I did, it's yeah. 15 feet by. Yeah. Yeah, the Tobacco Road greens were probably even in better shape. Yeah. I think the overall the whole course was in a little better shape. Yeah, Pioneers really was just full-on dormant yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, getting into the resorts and the, and the, and the course itself... So like obviously everyone talks about Pinehurst number two, great design. Um, number four had a lot of interesting angles off the tee, fair amount of blind shots. Yeah, if like and they didn't have it, so tobacco right at the GPS. If we didn't have a caddy at tobacco uh, Pinehurst, yeah, you'd be, I wouldn't even know where to hit it. Right, you'd be in trouble. You'd have to have a laser or a green some sort of GPS on your phone or something. A laser to make sure you're not driving through fairways. Yeah, there's, there's a fair amount of dog legs where the landing area. Like you got to be in the right spot. Yeah. Um, we kind of already talked about the grain. Like, we, I feel like we got to get into, got to get there in mid season because you, 
you have to play that course firm and fast. Yeah. Like we weren't getting any run out on the fairways. The greens, you still got the roll. Yeah, but like, but you could also the nice thing there is you could trust the spin. Like even on the ten yard chips, they're they're stopping. Right, right. Um. So yeah, I, I'd like to get their mid season to give it another, give it another go. Oh, see for how, sure. See how that plays for sure. Um, probably not as many drivers. We played from sixty. 64 60, change. Yeah, 64 28 yardage wise. And I feel like it, from that yardage, if you're playing it when it's dry out, it's like. Little, it's going to be shorter than that. Yeah, a lot of different uh, lot of different clubs off the You'd team. You'd be three woods a lot. Yeah, you, I mean, you get three woods. There's a couple hybrids out there, probably. But um, the town of Pinehurst has a whole. It's like a little weird community, like all like intertwined yeah. in between these courses. See, that's half the experience, so I love that. Yeah, that was cool. Like you can walk everywhere, you can walk to all the different resorts, all the different hotels. Little uh, Pinehurst Brewing Company that we went yeah. to, that was pretty cool. I got taken advantage of at the North South Bar. Yep, Whiskey Bar inside the manor. Just a lot of cool places to stay. So definitely going to have to get back and make it more than a one-day trip. But we'll see. The, the cradle, like we already said, is a... I, the, the best way to describe it for me is that it's a full-on, like, AJ vibe. Oh, yeah. Just music. Shoes off. Music, shoes off, drinks. 127 yards is the longest hole. Um, you can play in five, six, seven-sums. Yeah, we got we started off as a four-sum, ended up as a six-sum. Yeah, exactly. Both both groups that we played with in... Uh, so we played the Pinehurst round with a couple from Boston, and then we played... Uh, the, the first time around the cradle with Jersey. two guys from New York. Jersey. Jersey? Jersey. Jersey. And then um, paired up. They were right behind us. The one group was right behind us the first time around, yeah. and then we we've joined gotten, up. We've gotten pretty lucky because it was this our second or third time going is just me and you, and like we get paired up with random yeah. two. So I was like, really, probably you're not going to get paired with anyone too bad there, but like we get paired with people our age looking, kind of doing the same thing. Like Every time we go out, it happens, and it's just so much fun. Yeah. And they, they were telling us horror stories about people playing with caddies and just yelling at them the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be miserable. They also have the uh, the putt-putt course. The, the, the thistle-do. Thistle-do. Um, that was pretty sweet. The resort had ridiculously good food. Oh, the clubhouse God. for... Uh, what about the old-fashioned? For two and four. The bacon? Old-fashioned with some jalapeno Ooh. bacon. That was good. And, like, the cradle crossing with the, dr- the transfusions. Yeah. Phenomenal. What was the What was the waitress's name? I think she's there basically just all day, every day. Oh, at the at the cradle crossing. The, I don't remember her name. Oh man, how about our waitresses at uh, breakfast and <laughs> what were the names? I swear we were at breakfast in a coffee shop. Yeah, we, we had were, Jer- Journey and Serenity. Journey and Serenity, and that's this was at a golf resort breakfast, not what you're probably thinking, but uh, resort itself, awesome. Yeah, it's um, like you have to stay there when you go. You can't stay off property because you have to be a part of that experience. Yeah. It, it 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 adds to it yeah. for sure. Like the course was sweet. I would play it again, but the amenities were yeah. Everything way else better. about it is awesome. Yeah. And the pint, the pro shop just massive. Just bring your multiple credit cards <laughs> and do what you got to do because you you don't know when you're going to go back. Oddly enough, the the guys who were checking us out at the pro shop were both from Royal yep, Oak. Small so world. so weird. Um, so Tobacco Road was not like a resort in itself. It's a very it's a weird vibe there. Like you pull up, it's rustic, but then they have GPS. They have carts with GPS speaker systems, like right. old timey clubhouse where you think like maybe it's even fake at that point, yeah. and you're but you walk in and it's literally just like a like it's a, a shed. log cabin, right? Um, 
the best way I in my notes here, the best way I thought of to describe it is it's an insane combo of Arcadia and Forest Dunes. Yeah. For people in Michigan, um, for the most part, pretty pretty for, forgiving oh, fairways. Yeah. Uh, not not to the extent of Arcadia, but for the most part, I mean, yeah, you could put it. You know, there was majority of the holes you can hit it hundred right. yards left or right of where you're aiming. Yeah. Um, with greens a lot similar to like forest dunes on steroids. Yeah. Just a lot. There's some really big greens. There's some really small greens. And insane runoffs yeah. everywhere. If there's a false front, you don't make it. You're 50 yards off. Yeah. We were we were talking about this on the way uh, on the way back. We there's not a lot of chipping out there. No, like well, it's because like like the runoffs, like you're pretty much hitting like a, a half wedge when almost, you're not on the green. Almost every hole had a false front or a false edge on one side or the other, and, and everything else is either bunkers or thick stuff. It, there's yeah. just you're either hitting. I've hit I hit more. Long bunker shots and yeah. more long bunker shots and 50 to 70 yard chi- like wedge shots yeah. than ever yeah. in a single round. It's well, the nice thing there, too, is there's like you can ground your club, you can take practice swings, which is yeah, huge because ev- some of that sand is super soft or it's like hard clay. Yeah, yeah. All, every bunker basically is a there's no out of bounds, and every bunker is a waste area. See, so it's preferred lies. You know, you're driving you, carts through them. <laughs> you don't have to worry about footprints, any of that. Um, just because people would spend half their time raking. Oh, yeah. Like the sheer volume and size was, of these bunkers. Yeah, like the one in front of that part three. That was probably 100 yards wide and 50 yards front to back. I mean, that's you're yeah. talking, you got a football field right there. Right. Um, there are some bunkers that are just flat out, like, unplayable. Like, I think you were in there. The one I was in, so this, is, uh, this was the par five... Eleventh. This was your eight. This is yeah. This was the par five eleventh. I hit a three wood towards the left side of the fairway. I had about two twenty five, and it was uphill to the green. Maybe a slight breeze. Maybe we couldn't feel it all. Maybe it was more than that. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I decided to go for it, and we couldn't tell if it hit the green or hit the edge of the bunker and came straight back down. <laughs> And it was in the worst spot you could be. You're almost in, under the lip of a 40-foot bunker lip. Yeah. It was... What, there's pictures of it. I'm going to post pictures of it in the next couple of days. We got our Pinehurst pictures and reels out there. But keep an eye out for some Tobacco Road stuff coming pretty soon. Um, the first one, the the clay was kind of wet. Just went right under Just it. Just went right under it, trying to hit it straight up in the air with a laid out, laid out wide open face. Got a little bit better lie. Made it about three. You almost, qu- you almost made it out of the second one. Yeah, it was about like seven eighths of the way out there. Yeah. Hit and came straight back down. And then the third time, I got out, but I had about a ninety foot yeah. putt. <laughs> that <laughs> was a double Done, br- yeah. double breaker. And it was on a different uh, shelf. Yep. And then my my second putt lipped out. I had I got it to about twelve to fifteen feet, and then lipped out on the next one. Um. But so that was one of them. Honestly, that bunker that you were in on number nine, that it was a dogleg left, yeah. and it was maybe a 20-foot bunker yeah. to a front pin with, like, no green to work with. I mean, that's basically an unplayable bunker. Like, the problem is, is there's nowhere to hit it out to. Yeah. That, that was the problem in that par five, and what I should have been thinking about yeah. is, even if you wanted to go backwards, You'd then you just it. end up with an 80-yard yeah. bunker shot still having to get it up that high. Yeah, I mean, even where you were aiming the first time, you weren't aiming, like... You weren't aiming in a bad place. Like you weren't going at the. Yeah, pit. I was aiming 
the 80 feet yeah. left of the pin. I was just trying, it, it was the lowest spot near to where I yeah. was. Without, I mean, that, was that was probably the, the hardest way swung a lob right, without, without going straight backwards. Um, and you did that twice. There was another one on the par five, yeah, uh, 13. When I was right, like, I don't even know if that was a face of a bunker. That looked like, yeah, like something collapsed off of there. Yeah. So th- that, in my opinion, was the dumbest hole in that course. Yeah. Because there's no. There's no well, strategy. First of to all, it. they the guys told us like just go over these trees and you're fine. Yeah. Which I'm fine with that, but like to play though, I didn't know it was a par five. Right. I just thought it was like I had a gap wedge in. I thought it was right. a par four. Right. Um so, so you it, played it more conventional. You Well, I pulled my tee shot anyway, but I ended up I don't know, I was like two twenty five out in the center of the fairway that you could see from the tee. Yeah. And then I just hit a shitty hybrid trying to lay up, but that you green can't is so e- protected. You can't even see the green no. on your third shot from 50 yards. You'd have had to hit your second shot another 50 yards to the right just to see the landing area on the green. Right, exactly. Which in my... It's yeah, I, ag- I agree. I agree. That was probably the worst hole. The part three after that, though, was sweet. But, like, that hole would have been cool if you just took out that front bunker. Yeah, that because massive, there was still wall. There were still other bunkers, but at least then. But maybe they, maybe they did it because it, give, it, it gives them that bowl effect. Yeah. And... They know people are going to be hitting it over the trees, so they don't want people like, having, yeah. a, having a wedge into the green. Yeah. But um, at least, well, from what I count, at least, you know, five, six, probably more that we didn't find, but just completely unplayable bunkers. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing, but I would play that course differently if, if I was to go back. I would literally oh, yeah. be playing just to not hit it in bunkers. Right. Because, like, sometimes you'll hit it and be like, ah, I'll get out of there if I get it in it, Did or let's in- try and get it in it. Did we get into any fairway bunkers? I had a... F- Did you have any, like, 150-yard shots? I don't remember. Maybe one. Did you? I think maybe one. Like, I hit a lot of fairways. It just... It, just places around those greens you just can't be in. Um, it... If you can't hit... If you can't hit 50 to 70-yard chip shots with a little bit of spin on it, just don't play that yeah, course. You're, you're not gonna have fun. Yeah, if you can't hit, you know, iron shots in the air from yeah 150 you yards to, out, like, you have to have spin there. That's yeah. your only thing you can do. Like if you're a 20, 25 handicap, I just don't think you'd enjoy yourself there. Yeah, there's some guys we golf with it. I don't know if we'd finish. Yeah, it's awesome risk. Uh, I saw something on Twitter. It was, I think Tobacco Road responded to somebody else's tweet. But they were like, which which holes at Tobacco Road are the best best risk reward? So number eleven came to mind, the one where I went in the bunker. Because obviously that's there's such a huge gap between hitting yeah, it on the green or making it in that bunker. So like if those guys weren't with us though, we wouldn't have played the hole that way. Because like when you're no, standing no, no. on the tee. Not the uphill one. I'm talking about the uphill one where I hit it in the deep bunker. Oh, okay. You're that's a good one too though that thirteen. No, the one you're talking about it's definitely because yeah you're two twenty five out. The yeah. landing area or like the the layup wasn't even like an easy shot. Well, no, it was so a, narrow. You had a bunker left and, and the, you had uh, the big bunker right that went yeah. all the way up so the right like, side. Like the layup wasn't exactly easy either. Right. The only reason I had to is because I was off to the left and I literally I was like two fifty out and there's mm-hmm. zero chance I make that. Yeah. But no, I do like that one. Thirteen, I guess, is a risk reward too because if you lay back off the tee with a wood. It's a, I didn't hit a wood. I just hit a bad driver. But if you lay back like that, you have to be that more much, yeah, much more precise we, on your third shot because then you're going from, you know, a two twenty five second shot where you have to lay up in the right spot 
to 120 yards yeah. where you can, you know you can probably hit the green. So I went over the trees, but I was blocked out and tried to hit a, a hook gap wedge. That's where I ended up. That's how I ended up where I was at. But like, yeah. if we were to play it again, I would probably just take a four iron to like where like that little neck yeah, and just, just hit it, it farther out. down to the right, and then so you can see the green. Right. Like you said, if you play the courses again, you'd play them totally different. But yeah. I do like. There was a lot of risk reward there. The other one uh, I was thinking of was number nine. That oh, one yeah. where you were in that deep bunker. Because one, your tee shot is risk reward. Because if you can miss that mound, you're in a good yeah. spot. But where that pin was in the front, that was a so little, it was a little tiny finger in that yeah. front of the green. If you take on that front pin, you're bringing that, not only that bunker into play, yeah. but you're bringing in the 50-yard runoff into play on yep. the, on the front. There. So... It, just a really interesting course. Whoever thought of it woke up that day and chose violence. A lot of elevation, too. Like I feel like a lot of the holes, you went downhill off the tee, back up the hill to the green. Yeah, fair amount of blind landing areas. Yeah, like you Not, couldn't see. Like If you were to make it from the fairway, a lot of the times you wouldn't be able to tell. Right. And we got lucky. We were paired with someone who had played there before. Yeah. So even with the GPS, it was good yeah. to see that. So definitely a place that would change as you play yeah. it more. Um, that was pretty much all I had. Um, overall great trip. Overall great trip. How bad was that hangover Sunday? Woof. <laughs> bad enough to have an eight again. Oddly enough, I had an eight. Uh, no, never mind. The eleventh hole, the one day, and the twelfth hole the next day. I was gonna like, did I make an eight on the twelfth hole both times? But no, I did not. Awesome logo, Tobacco Road. Might two, be my, two awesome logos. The skull might be one of my favorite logos. In I life. like the skull, but I, they also have an alternate the one that's like leaf. a tobacco leaf, which is also amazing. Oh, it's on the back of the card, I think. I see it. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. It's got the tobacco road written in a different lettering. Did they just like, oh, man, this logo's cool, but this we'll is this also too. <laughs> sweet. Um, also, the names of their tea boxes. little oh, confused. Yeah. Cool idea. But like we had talked about, a little confusing. Yeah. So th- these are the their tea markers are not normal tea markers. They're like old rustic metal objects shaped into different things. Yeah. Instead of like being like the, the blacks, the yellows, the blues, so the, the whites. So the women's tea is called the cultivator. Then there's the points, the plow, Ooh. the disc, and the ripper. Just like, I don't really know what a ripper is. I think they're all like farming equipment. Yeah. Obviously, cultivator. It took plows. me like three holes to realize. I'm like, what in the hell? Are, like, what is this gear? But some of them the kind of look alike. So, yeah. like, we were driving to the wrong tees several yeah. times. Like, cool idea to separate yourself so people talk the about it. The starter should probably say that, like, right off the rip. They're like, or just make the things different enough to where they don't. There's only, there's like three of them that look the same. Yeah. So, anyway. We should have played from the plow just to say we did it. Just to say we played from the plow. We played uh, Tobacco Road from 6320. Played a lot longer than that. Yeah. Um, I would say Pinehurst played shorter than what it said, and Tobacco Road played longer. Yeah. I could see that. Anyway, that was uh, that was kind of all I had on the trip overall. We'll definitely be, be going back. Did you have anything else? No. I'm ready to go back. All right. Well, like I said, keep an eye out on Twitter and Instagram for, you know, pictures and stories from, uh, from the trip, at 100 underscore, keep it under. Shout out to the the crew that we played with, uh, Will and Amanda, and then uh, Tommy and Dan. Just great people. Good time. Uh, Moving on to pro golf. We didn't get to watch a ton of it, but we saw... I didn't even know there was a golf tournament on. We saw the end of it in a haze uh, on Saturday. Uh, Max Homa 
Love it. Gets the win at uh, the Farmers. Little Tory Pines. Just lights out down the stretch. Had the two shots that I remember seeing were his ridiculous iron shots on the back nine on the long par threes, both over 200 yards, including one where it was, I think it was 226, and he cut it into a back left pin. Hit it with a four-iron ball speed of 152 is insane. Yeah. And he's he's got one of those swings where it looks like it's effortless because his tempo is so good. He doesn't look like he's swinging it. Right. Like, even uh, his driver, like, he's just he's a thinner guy. Yeah. But, like, it looks like he's swinging at 50 miles an hour. Right. And he hits at 330. Yeah. He uh, he gets his sixth win. Just, he seems like he's one of those guys that, like, when he sniffs the leaderboard, he's just going to oh, go, yeah. he's just going to go win it. Oh, yeah. So, exciting that he's basically a lock at this point to make the Ryder Cup team. And, uh... Love the, the show's emotion. He's not a robot. Yeah, but he's also got that look like he's going to step on you when yeah. he's, I don't know, he's, he's fucking good. Uh, I think we all knew that Sam Ryder wasn't going to win just in tournaments like this when the course plays this hard. Guys that are going for like their first win yeah. just don't yeah, just don't hang around. Big topic, topic of conversation related to the joggers that he wore on, uh, it might have been more than one day, but I know I he wore them on Saturday. I think it was every day. So what's... Uh, What's your thought on joggers overall? You're going to hate it. I don't mind them. I don't. It, well, you, you have to have the body type to wear them. Agreed. That's what I was going to say. Is I don't hate them as a as just you a just, general. You just don't like them on you. Yeah. I cannot wear them. Yeah. But, um, His were a little high. I'll, I'll give him that. Like, that's, and I, I don't love those kind of shoes. I don't love the classic golf shoes with no. the joggers. You got you you to be like, like an athletic shoe. Yeah. Like a you know one of those. Over night- like... I would probably never wear something. I mean, that was a good four inch gap between his shoe and the bottom of his pants. That's that's a little much, but like, yeah, I don't mind them. I don't. I don't think they look bad in general. You just have to have the right yeah. body type to do it, and you got to wear the right combination. So, yeah, I it's a whole outfit based around those. Yeah, but not bad. I like how Phil talks shit about him, and then well, that, I think he deleted the tweet, and then somebody else was like, "Are you talking about a swing video from Saudi?" I, I have a different comment on that, but uh, he said something about the joggers and he didn't like them or something like that. And then someone asked him, like, can can women wear joggers in the, can they show four inches of skin in the, oh, yeah, in, the in, Saudi. In, in the country that's paying for your golf? Woof. Woof. Um, yeah, Phil had to say that, actually. Right. Uh, they threw a AirPod into Max Homa's ear, walking down well, one of the fairways. While hitting shots, too. That wasn't just like an interview in between well, shots. Well, it was after he hit the tee shot. The tee shot uh, with a driver on, yep. a, I think, a par 5. No, it was a long par 4. Was it 14? 13. 13's par 5. Then it was four. It was par 4. Yeah. Because I know he talked about it on No Laying Up, how he talked, like, yeah. what, worked or talked himself through the iron shot, hit yeah. it exactly where he said not to hit it. But that was sweet. So, yeah. Ho- hopefully we get a, like, it was one time... On one fairway. The best thing is, though, he happened to win. So you can't say, like, oh, we can't do that because it affects his play. Well, he won, so right. what's your excuse? Yeah. I. It's it's time that these guys realize that, like... The game, like the media of golf has to evolve to keep up with entertainment. like Because right. it doesn't have the aspect of, like, the NFL right. or other major sports. I love it. Do I want to hear every guy do that? No. There's no. only certain people that can... Like, Spieth... Just throw a mic on his bag and don't even say anything else. Put a, put a mic on Greller and you That's could, it. You could sell that. You don't need just record all four days yeah. and just sell that. Even JT and Bones, 
Yeah, exactly. But like as much as I like Rory, like I feel like the conversation between him and his caddy would be very boring. Yeah. But it's just those those like Billy Horschel would be another one. Like he might True. kill someone. True. Um I mean that again, I back to the conversation uh AJ and I had last week, but Tory as a course, like I don't love it. It doesn't really stand out to me, but for whatever reason it produces compelling finishes every single time. And it's one of those courses I feel like like even on TV it looks good, but I feel like if you were there in person you'd be like, all right, this is sweet. I feel like in person it would look much better. I don't think it looks good on TV. It doesn't like, show there's a few holes that do show good on TV. Yeah. But other than that the, the two par fives on the back is basically yeah. it for me. But yeah, it always comes down like for some reason yeah. anything at Tory Pines always comes down to seventeen and eighteen. Yeah. I think it's just eighteen is so good. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things where it might just be a perfect course for pros that, like, if we were there or we played it, we just wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, moving on, we do have, speaking of Phil, we have some some live updates from this week, and we had the DP World Tour. So let's talk live first. Um, Phil Mickelson did an interview earlier this week with Bob Herrig from ESPN and said that he's down to his college weight. It's showing. And he looks like a how I don't, even I don't know, know if they're feeding him over there. Yeah, it doesn't look, he doesn't look good. Um, and then there was a video of him swinging at the... At the range at the Saudi International? The, that's coming up this week. Yeah. Or it starts today, maybe. Um, I'll watch the what is it, CW. I'll find out. That's not on there yet. Oh. This, this <laughs> how, is, this how do you is, watch it? This is actually like, this is the event that all the guys would go and play before for the oh, appearance yeah, fees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this is technically part is of like the Asian, Asian tour yeah. or something. Um, so you can't watch it. But he was swinging and someone commented on his Twitter video of him on the range. Yeah. And was like, Phil's out here making fun of people with joggers when he's wearing the and one <laughs> shorts. <laughs> they were so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Way too big and way too baggy. Those are parachutes. Yeah. Um, did you see his comments about uh, Live versus PGA? If that was like a Ryder Cup? I did see that. I, I don't know what his deal is at this point, but he's got too much time on his hands. I don't know in what... They would get killed. They, so they The PGA think, Tour would just, would kill Oh, yeah. Them. I think it was Dylan DeCherry. He listed out like the possible 13. The matchups, yeah. And everyone's just like, yeah, that's 13 or no. Maybe 12 <laughs> and 1. And right. It's like, I don't understand where Phil thought... Yep, we're gonna beat them. He's just throwing stuff out there now, trying to be like wet trying to be net, like jokey. Wet noodles at the wall. Trying to be jokey Phil again when he was dead, basically. They got the Flex Seal man. It was announced that Sebastian Munoz is joining Live, world number ninety. PGA so no, Tour is never gonna recover. Yeah, so no more flex flex seal logo. Uh Cam Smith had a quote in his press conference, um related to the OWGR asking if it if it hurt that he was dropping or something like that. And he said, for sure it hurts. I feel as though I was really close to getting to number one. And that was definitely something I wanted to tick off. But the longer that this stuff goes on, I think the more obsolete those rankings become. And it's like, if there were only a way for you to avoid that. Oh, you mean don't go Like, just don't go to an unsanctioned (laughs) tour. Like, I don't understand how these guys get off making these comments. Yeah. As if they were like forced into this. Yeah, and to... like it's unfair to this tour who's just like everyone else is just obeying by the rules that to get a OWGR yeah. points, like there's a rules and a system in place. Like you had the choice to you knew what was gonna happen if you left. 
Right. You had the choice to not go, and you decided yeah. to go. And you could have the stance that you think this tour should eventually get world ranking points, yeah. but there's no basis for it. It's an invitational tour. Like, yeah. Just, that's like, like they're saying, oh, like there's no way, like people say, oh, yeah, there's no way DJ and Cam aren't one of the best 20 golfers in the world. Well, that's great. That's like saying, you know what, LeBron James would be one of the best 20 football players in the NFL. But he's not. He but he's not in the NFL, yeah. so sorry. And I don't like they're playing against the same people. They're not playing against the best in the world anymore. Regardless mm-hmm. of what the ranking on the OWGR is, like you're not playing against Rory and Rom. Yeah, you gave up the right to all this when you went and joined that tour for yeah. all that money. So just take your money and shut the hell up. Like of all the people, like at least DJ is doing yeah. that. Like he <laughs> no hasn't one said, said a, a word. He hasn't said a single word. Um, Paulina's Instagram though is getting yeah a little busier. I think he probably needed to take the money for all of her plastic <laughs> surgery at this point. Um, the so Bubba Watson had a comment. He's I he was they they were asking him about like the Masters and if he's gonna go play the Masters and he was like ah if, if I can go to the Champions Dinner I'll be happy enough I don't care if they make me sit outside. <laughs> but then they asked him on a reason why he joined Live, and part of his quote was my ten year old son was sitting in bed with me and we were watching golf on TV and he knew the four aces. Everybody knows the aces. They keep winning. He knew the aces and he knew the stingers. So I thought it was weird for one because he he didn't sign until like almost their last event. Yeah. And he was hurt. So a glute activator on Twitter was like, as you probably would have guessed, this story doesn't even line up with his surgery. His surgery was nine days prior to the first live event and his signing was before the third live event. The four aces had one win. <laughs> so it's like, this guy's literally making up stories about right. his, his four-year-old about this. It'll be interesting at Augusta. I hope. If they mix up some pairings yeah. and put like... Uh, you get Rory and Ron together, they might just fight. Not Rory and Ron. Rory uh, and Reed. Reed. Rory and Reed. Yeah. So that was the next thing we are going to get into is Rory wins the DP World Tour. After T-Gate. After T-Gate. Tree-Gate. Yeah. Then we had Tree-Gate. So... If anybody didn't hear the story, it was on 18. I don't know. This wasn't the final day. I think this was Friday. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Because they had a rain delay. It actually could have been Saturday. Because they didn't finish that tournament until like Monday morning. But um, Reed hit a ball off of 18 into a tree. And he walks up there. And the officials basically said, All right, we think it's in this tree. Can you describe the markings on your ball? Which he did. And... Then they gave binoculars and said, can you identify those markings on one of these balls? And he was basically like, that's my ball. 100% that's my ball. 100% that's my ball. Come to find out later that they proved with video that his ball actually went into a different tree. But he was 100% certain. Did you hear him describe the markings on his ball? He had a black arrow and something else. It's a Pro V1, which I think 65% of tour players play, Mm -hmm. with a black line. Which... Of those 65%, probably so, 50% play that. So here's the problem. For To preface this, Reed is an asshole. We all know that. But he's been in so many of these situations where the rules are, where it's like a gray area and he takes advantage of it, that I'm not putting this all on him. I think it looks a lot worse because of who he is. Oh, yeah. And the stuff that happened earlier in the week. Like, if the f- officials told him... They think it went in this tree, and he's looking at a ball that has a black line on it that looks like his. That's fine. What I have a problem with is him saying, 
one hundred percent. That's, that's my ball. That's the problem. You could be like, I can't. I'm not for sure if like. Yeah. I can't tell if that's for sure, which I think most golfers would do. Right. Because that's the basis of golf is integrity. Yeah. But no, but just say one hundred percent. That's my ball. Oh my god, guy's a real fool. But I mean, they they did approach him and say that we have like they. I guess they had two officials and a and a marker or something that said that's the tree they yeah, think it so, went in because they don't they can't watch it on video then like right. they don't have that going. I don't. The the funny part about that, why they don't have video going, they can't dumb. just say let's that review the that video. That would have taken two minutes. Two minutes to go to whoever's. Instead, they went and got binoculars right. <laughs> for him to look up in the tree. The funny thing though is if he couldn't say that for sure He'd and had to, to go back to the tee, Rory was waiting on the tee. Oh man, that, that would have been phenomenal. <laughs> but maybe Reed just didn't want to go back to the tee. <laughs> that's what. That's what. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Rory just flicks a tee at him. You can use this one. Yeah. Well, that that was all I had kind of on this, a, this week in general. That guy's a bum. We got the, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am this week, which not a not a great field, but you get some of the... And some staples in there. Yeah. We got Hank Libiota off to a hot start, one-shot lead, eight under. Kirk Kitayama, Chad Ramey. We got Will Gordon and Scott Stallings up there. Bo Hostler, Harry Higgs. Just nobody. Spieth was having a rough day to start. Victor Hovland right now is minus 3 through 17. Spieth is at minus 1, playing 18. Damn. Guy's scorecard turned is just it, a... Turned it around a little bit. Nothing exciting, but it's West Coast. The celebrities are playing. Saw Josh Allen was playing skip today. Skipped the Pro Bowl for an injury. Aaron Rodgers was playing. They they mic'd up Aaron Rodgers on a tee shot, and Colton Ose was like, hey, got any news for us? Oh, God. And Aaron Rodgers said, I'm not going to San Francisco. <laughs> that was all he said. He's just a smug bastard. I anyway, think Taylor made the sponsoring him, I think. I think he does have a Taylor made sponsorship. Yeah. Um, we'll have to talk to our buddy Tim Rahman. I think Josh Allen... Is sponsored by that golf ball that he was trying to push on oh, us God. that he found online. I think it's called Encore. Yeah. Josh Allen has a hat. Those are the golf balls he Jesus. plays. I guess it's a Buffalo-based company. So That's unfortunate. I'm going to talk to our buddy Tim this weekend and see if... Uh, see if he's got any videos with uh, Josh yeah, Allen coming exactly. up. Exactly. Um, so real quick before we get out of here, kind of our time to lose some money segment. Update from last week. I am off to a running start. I get the the win from Max Homa, so I get 10 points. Rom finished T7. That's the one thing we didn't talk about. Rom shoots, what was he, two over? Goes new, yeah. He was, what was he on Thursday? He was tied for 118th. I know that. I don't remember the score. He was like 15 shots back at one point on Thursday. Friday, I think. About to start Friday. Right. And then just goes nuclear. Yeah. Well, he went, uh, let's see. Let's pull it up real quick. So John Rom finished T7. He shot 73. Then he went 67. On uh, on Saturday, then he went sixty six, rough seventy four, faded on uh, Sunday, faded on Sunday, but we'll take it for a max home win. Yeah. But anyway, I get the win with him. I get four points from Rom. Uh, JT finished T twenty five, so AJ didn't get points there. Finau made the cut late with two late birdies, and then he finishes T nine, so four points for AJ. <coughs> I get out to 23 total points on the year. AJ is at 7 points. I have Maddie Fitz and Spieth 
playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and AJ has Hovland. So we'll see what happens. On the uh, NFL side, Brock Purdy tears his elbow off his body, apparently, and so I lost all those bets. And then in one of the worst officiated non-Lions games I've ever seen, it wasn't good. the Bengals win. So I end, not end, because we we still have a big Super Bowl show that we're going to do late next week, but... um, 38-44-2 38-44-2 on the NFL season. Didn't get back to 500, but with how weird this season was, I'll take it. So, anyway, no football this weekend. Everybody enjoy the golf. Get those clubs out. Keep practicing. And as always, keep it under 100. When you grab all your buds and you about to hit the links When you take out a club and you about to hit a swing What you gon' do? Shit, what you mean? Keep it under, keep it under, under 100 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 We keep it under, 100